uh, and at the same time, you already have the regulars uh, uh, of having kids and uh, what do we tonight and uh, well, empanadas. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that that simplifies things. Welcome to another episode of Tea with Abby, the show where we sip and talk the tea, aka the truth of what it is like to run a business, especially in 2020. Season three is all about co-founders because as you all know, I run Blended Sense with my husband and having a relationship with your co-founder outside of the workplace presents challenges, but also a lot of beautiful qualities. And so today we are speaking with husband and wife team Cecilia and Betty. Welcome of Cocina 54 Empanadas. So thrilled to have you both today. Cheers. Thank you so much. Cheers. Thank you. Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, So I'm here in my bedroom in Austin that used to be a a podcast studio that we would go to where our the two of you recording from today? Uh, well, we're now we're, we're a home office. Uh, so uh, that's in my home office. I yeah, actually, it's, it's hers. <laughs> my, mine is next in the next room, but uh, yeah, this is the nicest. <laughs> that's funny you say that. Albert and I have figured out that it's much better when we have calls that we're supposed to be on at the same time that we go to separate rooms and we take them individually. Exactly. <laughs> it works better that way. Yeah. Yes. So. So that, that's not what we kind of what we do. Fede likes to work in a more open space. And so like I, I kind of like I was like, well then this is going to be my office. And little by little I started adding my own things and now it's all mine. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, because the last time um I feel like I might might have seen you guys right before kind of this pandemic state happened was you had just moved into a beautiful new office um, here in Austin. Have you had to move out of there or do you guys still have that? Well, we still have that. Just, uh, I mean, it works better that way. We do a lot of uh, uh, online orders that we ship from the office. So we go there basically one, maybe twice a week, and then we work from home the rest of the week. Mm-hmm. so well, we're making it work that way so we're keeping it for for right now it, it's been really useful yeah to get out of the house and sort of be in a different environment <laughs> yeah at least so. to get away from the kids i'm like hey i gotta go to work <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you gotta go. Um, so for our audience out there who has never had the pleasure of eating one of your delicious incredible empanadas um, they're made from scratch with antibiotics for yeast fresh veggies, naturally gluten-free, all in the spirit of your home, Argentina. And uh, you've had quite the remarkable few years bringing this business to life. And as we were just discussing before we hit record, uh, despite this pandemic, you've been able to find a way to grow. Uh, How has business been going for you guys this year? 
Yes. So we we basically we we started two years ago and we we launched at HEB, which is in our own backyard and uh, in the freezer aisle. So we are originally both from Argentina, uh, where our go-to weekly meals were empanadas. We have them all the time and. As we moved to the States, we couldn't find good empanadas in supermarkets anywhere. So like come the weekend, we will just ourselves have them available or busy weeknight dinners or to take to the office. And we realized everyone loved them. Everyone was like, oh my gosh, they're so convenient. They're so good. Why don't you sell them? And we were like, well, why don't we sell them? Like, that's a good question. Um, and so uh, two, three years ago, we started doing research and we saw consumers looking for like better for you products, but they also wanted it like convenience and they wanted authentic flavors, bold international flavors. So um, we, we came up with four uh, savory empanadas and now are available at ATV, Central Markets, and then a couple of other retailers around the country like Wegmans and Walmart. So, um, yeah, so it's it's been a, a really great ride uh, since uh, two years ago and uh, we are excited. And, and since COVID, it, it has been kind of the good and bad. The good are, it's, I think, that consumers are eating more at home. So everything that they can buy in the freezer aisle. Uh, it saves time. I I know for myself, being a working mom, it's just like you, there there are not enough hours in the day, and you are soon to learn that. And so I'm excited <laughs> for that. Uh, but 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 truly, there is no. Um, I remember. I actually am going to tell this, and I'm going to stop talking. I know I'm talking a lot, uh, <laughs> but I um, I remember one of the a couple. Of, a few months ago when we first met you said like no the first thing I do in the morning I just open my third eye and I breathe and I'm like that sounds amazing I have two screaming kids asking where is my backpack and the other one can you do my hair no the hair I don't want like (laughs) (laughs) oh goodness I know thinking about how much things are going to be changing pretty soon um already has me thinking of stocking up the freezer for sure with some empanadas for what is about to come next month because I know Albert is going to need an easy solution when I'm like I'm hungry that's that's incredible I'm so I'm so thrilled to hear that it's been a positive experience because you know I have talked with a few other CPG companies and uh, you know, your business relies on that in-person demo so much, being able to go to a store, bring out samples, have people try it for the first time, and that's completely gone right now. Um, what, how are you guys getting um, the word out? How, how are you reaching consumers right now? Have you had to find a new way to do that? Well, yes. I mean, it's been challenging on that end. Because, yeah, being a new product and nobody really uh, tried it before, uh, you need to try to get closer to the consumer and uh, do the sampling that we were doing, stores. And that that worked really great because you can ask questions, see what they think about the product and and, uh, even get uh, new ideas out of the conversation with customers. Uh, so yeah, that right now we, we are not working with, so it's completely off the table. Uh, so we start using different uh, approaches, uh, and 
we uh, really put a lot of um, uh, strength on our online sales, mm -hmm. which uh, that helps in some ways uh, to be able to present the product to maybe people that ha hadn't tried it before. Mm -hmm. And uh, that, that's, that's uh, a lot of what we've been doing. Uh, and also working directly with, with uh, uh, the stores itself, mostly in, the, uh, in, in HEV, trying to uh, uh, build up full doors of the product so it is a, a lot more visible uh, and, and uh, to, to the customers that walk by and um, uh, being able to, to make them try it for the first time. I mean, just because it is a lot more visible and we might do some uh, coupon offers uh, that uh, help as well with the somebody that is trying to uh, product for the first time. So, so we've been doing a lot of that and, and uh, well, it's been working really well. I mean, unblended sense, obviously, like uh, I think that has been an integral part when you talk about digital marketing and having the word out there, uh, having content that relates to the consumer, that relates to uh, the our consumer that is like the, the consumer looking for convenience. And so I think that um, your team has done a, a tremendous job of, of putting that out together, of like executing our our vision, which which is always uh, so difficult to, to I share. Know. And well, I'm so grateful for you and for for our audience out there who doesn't know, um, Cosina 54 is our very first customer ever. They came on board and trusted us when it was just Albert and myself in a very small team trying to figure out what the heck was going on. And you guys stuck with us and gave us the opportunity. You trusted that our vision uh, was real and that, you know, the, the circumstances that we met under were just temporary and that we were going to be able to grow. And look, here we are now. Um, it's such a blessing for us to be able to say that, that, you know, the relationship is still here and um, the content is just beautiful. I, I, I love the stuff that our team creates for you guys. It's so vibrant and, and fresh. And um, Betty, you mentioned this really interesting kind of piece of psychology about trying to work with the stores right now to fill up the shelves so that there's more visibility and more product there. Um, that's a really creative approach to, you can't physically be present in the store handing out samples, but you can have your brand much more visible, which I'm sure triggers people to say like, wow, this, this is this is the brand, this is a popular brand, this is a good brand, yeah. grab it. Yeah, to discover the brand, because like, how, how do you reach that consumer? And so that, that's a great opportunity if you can increase your visibility in the store, uh, that's, that's like, you are there already. So it's, it's a great opportunity. Wow, so before this, um, Cosina 54, uh, had you ever gone into business together? No. Nope. <laughs> Very first time. Very first time. We avoided as long as we could. <laughs> so, you know, you're, you're in the kitchen. You've been making these empanadas for friends and family. It starts to turn into a business. Did that relationship come naturally for you? We're now your co-founders. You're running a business together. Um, what was that like? going from, you know, having your own jobs to now bringing a brand uh, to life? I'll let Feli answer. 
<laughs> well, we, pr we probably have different <laughs> points of view. You should so. ask us this separately. Uh -huh. That'd be a fun one. Uh, <laughs> but uh, no, I think it, it came pretty naturally in, in, in many sense. Uh, like, uh, I, I'm, I'm more of the financial person uh, trying to make the numbers work uh, and, and uh, trying to make it profitable. And uh, Cecilia is more the, the marketing uh, brain of the, the company, the, uh, the uh, spoke person of the, the, of the company. So we, we uh, divided uh, the, um, the chores uh, sometimes evenly, sometimes not, because there's more work of one thing and, and some more of the other at different times. So uh, it, it is not completely even at some at some point, but but uh, it, it even out in the long run. And uh, we've been we've been, I think, sharing it, sharing, sharing responsibilities pretty well. Yeah, definitely. Yes, I think it is. It is just like that. We 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 have very different ways of working and very different like strength that we each of us bring to the table. Yeah. Um, so uh, so when you have that, it, it's just like it's easier because it's not like we both do finance and so like we, we can um, work on it so but yeah. what strengths do you think you bring out in each other uh, I think that like for for the most part like in terms of strength that we bring each of us to the table it's like I I have a lot of experience industries so like there are a lot of like I have been in the industry for for more than 15 years so uh, there are a lot of like just paperwork or things or I know how things work um, and I think Fede has like an immense ability of simplifying things like I know the way that big companies have been doing it but he's like well why like and so he's like plays the devil advocate on, on that sense of like well why are we doing it that way can can we do this this other way and so um that that's a really good combination to have yeah absolutely um i think that's kind of what's nice about running something with your spouse or your you know your sibling or who, whoever that person is is the, you you know them in a different way um you know you have this relationship in years and years of learning how they communicate and learning what bothers them or they're they're you know the the buttons to push if you're trying to get something out of them um or how to handle conflict uh and i think that's one of the things that when business partners also have a relationship outside of that um i don't know there's a real strength in the business relationship because at the end of the day you're you're going to be coming home to each other and having a meal together so you have to figure it out no matter yeah. what <laughs> um C certainly no it, it, it is a lot more challenging because like you said you have the uh extra uh pressure or, or stress from the company itself uh and at the same time you already have the regulars uh, uh of having kids and uh what do we tonight and uh well empanadas oh, yeah <laughs> That, that simplifies things. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, I mean, uh, when you add all that up, yeah, you, you, need, uh, you need extra patience and, and, and uh, be pretty thoughtful about uh, 
each other so so you don't kill each other <laughs> but also understanding of like the things like the, the things that go happen like and and like today we had like a deadline that we needed to get some stuff going and so like if i were to go to an office like i was like we had our daughter that she was uh, going to a, a training camp and so he's like well I'll take I generally take her in the mornings and he's like no I'll take him just go go get that started go get that done so I think that also helps out because like you you have more flexibility of what you can you know we know what's going on and we know what's important what's not important and and we also know that like the kids need to be fed and they need to go to school and things like that yeah so you guys have two beautiful girls um how has as this business has really grown from just you know being a kitchen sink now being a brand across the country um what has it been like to raise children and also raise a business up yeah well i, I could say that that uh i mean uh, when i was a kid my mom and dad worked all day long so I was no stranger to that. I kind of lived it, and and uh, that kind of make it uh, seem natural. I mean, you just see how uh, you can uh, do everything at once, and uh, you come up with the time and with the uh, patience necessary to 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 approach that. Uh, yeah, I would say that the girls are probably aware number one advocates like they're our number one brand ambassadors it's just so funny how much they just like everywhere they go like the teachers like is if they know about um about empanadas the first day of school like and i always i'm like mom you have to bring empanadas because they like they had already told everyone like our neighbors like everyone knows about it um Yes, so it's it, well. We have done like all the career days. We have had to go to school and bring empanadas because <laughs> know about these. Um, and uh, and even parents that we walked when, when we were going to school, we were picking up the girls and we're oh, I just bought them. They're so good. So so it's just uh, I I think there is something that it's it's great for them to learn um, that this is something uh, about our family that we're that in, it's inspired in our heritage um, and that we are sharing it uh, with with the world and with our new home and with uh, our new culture. Wow. Yeah, it seems like it's at this point it's kind of life and work are it's it's all one thing. There's there's not much of a separate. It's it all happens together. I wonder if is that because you think it's a food product which naturally brings people together. It naturally makes you feel good, make brings community. You know, people like to share meals together and things like that. Um do you think because it's a food product that it's it's it makes I think life and work so much more together? I think that I will have to credit Fede with this one. He is a very much a family man and he's like he's always wanting to bring the girls to do things with us. And I'm always scared because I'm like, how am I gonna go be able to focus? Because I until now, like like until now I had always had my work life on one side and then I will come home and it was in my personal life and he, he never had that he has always been an entrepreneur so for him was completely natural and 
And I think he was always like, no, the girls can come to the office and they actually built the chairs from our office. And uh, they have come to do demos with me to the stores. Uh, they have come to like uh, presentations, HEV presentation, but they, they came and saw the, the and, and it is, it is really like, it's much harder to do because you have to work, be able to focus. Yeah, but you create the exposure that later on they'll, they'll relate to it and they might have their own business or not, but, but uh, they, they've been around what we've done and, and it'll feel a lot more natural. And, and especially having two girls, like being able to see mom on a stage and talking and presenting, it, I do think that those are the things that like are good examples for them to, to, to fill, to, to, to do so. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's showing them a whole possibility for their future that if they have an idea, they can do the hard work and they can make it happen and they can have both worlds. You don't have to choose between a family and a career. You can, you can make it all work and have it be harmonious. And that's so inspiring. What an incredible thing. I mean, yeah, that's, that's cool to, to come to school and be like, that's my family. You see them in the store. That's us. They must feel so good about that. Um, I, I can imagine. Um, so Betty, you said that you had um, your parents, you know, were working a lot and, and you saw that growing up. Cecilia, did you see entrepreneurship um, growing up or? My, uh, no, my mom was a teacher and my dad worked 45 years for a CPG company, actually for Nestle. So I just like had like a lot of passion for good food and a lot of like hard work from my dad that just went to, to work for the same company 45 years, a lot of loyalty there. Yeah, yeah. Um, you guys have family still back in Argentina? Yes, we do. What do they think about your empanada business? <laughs> they love it. They, oh, if you, if you look at our Facebook and Instagram page, like you'll see all our aunts and uncles and comments. They're like, oh, this is so good. They're all so proud. <laughs> it is, yeah, it's really cool. How often do you come across an experience here in the U.S. where someone hasn't tried an empanada and you get to be the first bite that they ever take of, of that culture that you bring to the table. Yeah, so I, we, from data, we know that 60% of Americans know what empanadas are. We still have 40% that don't. Um, so we, we do come often, like people that are like the first time they are eating. We, we actually had an amazing story from, um, from one of our customers. She, she had her 92-year-old uh, grandma um, that she was like, like all through COVID, she was like doing Zooms with her grandma. Her grandma was like, yeah, I'm losing a lot of weight. I just not, can't find anything good to eat. I'm not going anywhere because I'm locked in the house. And so she, she sent uh, her a, a, a package of uh, empanadas and, um, and uh, her grandma, she, they actually forward us the email and the grandma was like, I'm at 92, this is the first time I'm trying an empanada. And this is an amazing flavor. Thank you so much because I have been like through COVID so like inside my house, not being able to go out. And this just like made me so happy to find out. I'm gonna tell all my friends, like it was just <laughs> the sweetest email from a 92 year old grandma that you can get. <laughs> wow. Yes. That's so interesting. And where was she from? Do you know? She's, uh, she's here in Austin, actually. She had never tried one. I never tried one. 
look at that. <laughs> yeah. Bringing your experiences to people and joy. Yeah, I think that's the beautiful thing about food. And um, I, is the culture in Argentina very centered around families having meals together, sharing good food, cooking empanadas? Like, what is what is that? Uh, what's the difference over there um, in that family dynamic from what you see here? Um, well, we we could. Uh, we, we were accustomed to really every night sitting together and, and sharing a, a meal. So that that uh, uh, we brought it with us from Argentina, and that's what we continue to do. It, it is uh, something very uh, very normal for us to just get together and, and have dinner, all family together. But we also see like uh, when you're busy and uh, when you have to run and you gotta go to the office or get out, no, no, not during the COVID, but before that, uh, that uh, the, the, actually the empanada would blend really well with that because uh, you're on the run, you just grab uh, an empanada and, and you're on the go right away. So, uh, we, we see two things that are combining really well, at least uh, for us, um, between bringing our uh, costumes, but at the same time, adopting some uh, that are uh, more the way that they're used to doing it here. Mm. Yeah, that very go, go, go kind of. Yeah, we do. We, we have, like, we go every, every Christmas, we, we go back to Argentina, and so we have, like, big family like we have it's a really really long table and it's 35 of us and we just hang out there for like a couple of days um so it's it's great you see cousins you see uncles aunts and everyone like i was like we we and then after that we dance till like probably two three o'clock in the morning uh we celebrate christmas eve all together and and our friends were like this is so amazing like you have little kids and like grandparents all dancing together, all celebrating together. And I think that's uh, just one of the beautiful things that we have. But we do have a lot of um, Italian immigration in Argentina. And so that, that Italian culture, it's also permeates through the Argentinian culture. Oh, interesting, I didn't know that. Um, I'm, I'm curious as to what influenced your decision to come here um, and start uh, a new life in you know a totally different country um were you guys already married at that point when you left argentina no we we met here in austin actually so uh, yes. yeah completely by chance oh my God. So, yeah so uh no yeah i came here with my parents when i was younger and uh, Cecilia, she came for a reciprocal exchange program with UT. So uh, we, we met while, while she was in school and uh, then we decided to get married and uh, form our life here in Austin. So, so Cecilia, how did, your how, like, how did your family feel then? Like you came on an exchange program and you, you met someone. They, they hated me. They <laughs> were very happy. Yeah, no, they weren't very happy. We we actually we met with Fede in at the end of January. Um, we had our first spring break in two thousand, I think, 
And uh, like a few months later, he, like before my, the end of the semester, he takes me to Montpanel and he's like, well, you're just gonna move here. We're gonna get married and we're gonna have kids. And I'm like, no, it's okay. I, I like this, like it's, Austin was fun. Uh, but I'm ready to go back to Argentina and go back to my family. And um, and then like three months later, I was there, I was back. And then I, I finished my undergraduate degree in Argentina. And then in 2001, I, I moved back to the States. Oh my goodness. I did not know that. Wow. <laughs> you got her good. <laughs> wow. That's wild. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And compared to, I mean, Mount Bonnell is not, much of a mountain um compared to <laughs> compared to i'm sure the the, the land uh, in argentina um that's really really wild um now you're here and you have children in the business so you're obviously not going anywhere anytime soon um do you think in the future you'll spend more time as the girls get older you'll spend more time um in argentina going hopefully once travel becomes little bit more normal again. yeah we, we hope so we have still a lot of family and friends over there but we 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 are settled here we we love like our kids grow up here so that this is like we we feel that we have so many opportunities uh, here in the states and in austin particularly such a vibrant um uh, town and it has like we, we have made like also amazing friends here. We have found a very supportive community that uh, it's it's here for us. So we, we can't we we couldn't be happier of, of having landed in Austin. So yes. Yeah, we're really lucky. Yeah, and it's it ironically kind of become this very um, center point for CPG products. There's so much action happening here from the incubators and the accelerators that are available. Um, you know, you guys uh, went into a, an incubator here, excuse me, here in town. And um, would you say that it was critical um, to where you are now? Do you think you would have been able to get to this point? Just thinking about if anyone out there is listening and they're running a CPG product right now or starting one, um, how important was that incubator for you guys uh, in your success today? Well, I think it was pretty crucial uh, uh, for us. I mean, we did two uh, incubators, accelerators, uh, one being SKU, that is, that is one here in town. Uh, uh, then we to Giovanni a year and a half later in New York. And uh, both of them were really, really uh, important for us. Uh, we think that we were at the right age uh going to the right accelerator at the right time so uh, it's not that i think that a hundred percent of the companies are ready for an accelerator at any point i mean there there has to be a few things that that uh, you have to do some check marks and see if you are the at the right point to do it but in particular for us it worked really really well uh and it helped us uh take off uh uh, just as, as they promised it would be. So uh, it, it was a uh, it was really good experience on both of the accelerators that we did. Yeah. So is that what helped 
launch you guys into HEB because I know you also won a huge award with HEB. And for those of you guys listening who are not in Texas, HEB is the mecca of grocery stores and it hugely influences the state. Um, yeah, it's actually just was voted number one grocery store in America. So it was, it, yeah. So, and it's always number one and number two, always top, top 10. So uh, it, it is a really, a really good store to work with. And, uh, yeah, so, so go ahead. No, so through SKU, yes, we, we actually, uh, we, I, I think there are different, through SKU, we, we enter, like, HEB has this contest that it's called Quest for Texas Best, and we were one of the uh, finalists in the contest, they, they named 25 finalists, so that's, that, that was a great opportunity for us uh, to get exposure in front of all their buyers and management teams. Um, at that part of time, HEB was also a sponsor of SKU. And so we were able to even have like long conversations with the, with the sourcing managers of like, what were they looking for? Like, where are they looking? For? What type of packaging? What type of flavors? How many SKUs? So I think um, there is a lot of that information that, that, can, that, that happened there that uh, made us um, be more prepared to, for when we were launching. Yeah. Yeah, I feel that if you can get in HEV and be successful, I'm sure that's a credibility point for launching in other stores around the country. Yes. Yeah, it's, it certainly works as a badge of honor. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, what is next for Cocina 64? Um, you've spoken to some of the growth and getting creative and finding new ways to reach customers. What are you what are you hoping to achieve um, in the coming months or you know even next year? Well, part of it is uh, launching. We're working on on a, on a new uh... beep. Yeah, we're working on a new line of uh, breakfast empanadas, which uh, they are uh, ready to go. So um, that's that's uh, part of what we're gonna be doing. Um, probably starting 2021, you're gonna start seeing them. And uh, what else? Yes, I, I think that our like launching new products. That's one of the new line extensions that we have planned. There are two more line extensions that we have ideas for. Um, I think that also growing and expanding our current core business. So we we are in seven hundred stores. Uh, we all through COVID and and we are looking. Uh, we are just continuing to get the word out there. Um, so that's been our main focus <clears throat> these last uh, couple of months, making sure that people know about the product because that if you're thinking of like how we used to connect as a brand, as an emerging brand with the consumer, it was like, as you mentioned, like through demos or through events, well, that doesn't happen anymore. Like we are not Nestle that everyone knows about us. Um, so we have to find like where our customers are and how do we connect with them. Um, and so through social media, through a direct to consumer uh, path to purchase, there are all these different things that we are focusing on right now on, on generating awareness, basically working with influencers and things like that. Yeah. Yeah. What an, um, one of the things that I'm thankful for this 
pandemic for is that it forced us to think creatively and it put really specific parameters around what is possible. And it's having those boundaries that have made us make some great decisions. And I think our nature is to find the silver lining. And it sounds like um, part of your success is you guys are naturally people who find the silver lining. You find the opportunity. You make it work no matter what. If we're going to find a way through. And I think that's probably, you know, one of those, one of the key things that I'm picking up on in these conversations with all the successful entrepreneurs is, yes, things are hard, but there has to be that element of optimism in there. Yes. <laughs> so, I agree more. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> apart from running this incredible empanada business and the girls being your best brand ambassadors, it's the end of a long day. How do you and your family um, enjoy, you know, decompressing besides obviously eating some really great food? What do you guys like? It's the pandemic, so it's kind of hard right now. But what do you guys like to do as a family? What do you do individually? Well, well, well we start doing uh, every day a, a something day, like Friday, Yes. You do the um Yeah, well we we I like I didn't grow up here in the States, so like fast food was not a thing for us. And um like we I didn't grow up with McDonald's or KFC or any of those big guys. And so uh my kids and my kids I have never even taken them because we, we just like we eat at home a lot and so they I was like okay fast food Friday you guys want to do fast food Friday <laughs> and so my kids are like this has been the highlight of their entire like quarantining that they get to go to a fast food place every Friday and, um, and they rotate <laughs> and they change it they have a list and they're going down the list to, to hit all of them so Friday's been yeah, yeah. fast food Friday yeah. then we do uh, a movie night mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Then we do. Um... We exercise together too. We 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 have a one of our friends in Argentina. She just does one class, and so we are taking this like Spartan abs class, which like we are so tired after we get finalized. <laughs> <laughs> but it, that's fun. We go for walks. We walk a lot in the neighborhood, so we walk. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, we, we've been trying to do a little bit of uh, everything to, and and. Uh, just naming it something so uh that, that, <laughs> that's been really helpful yeah yeah that's, when you that's... can't go many places like that's what makes it special like ooh. we, we also we last week we did like game night game so night so it was we, so we fun we played, played live <laughs> yeah board games and yeah. uh playing for hours uh, uh some board games so it, it is uh it's, it's it's been okay i mean we've been uh coming up with all those uh different days just just to make it uh, a lot more fun for the kids that, that they are also tired of the uh, quarantine I'm sure and remind yourself of what what day in the week it actually is oh yes <laughs> <laughs> that too so many times i'm like it's thursday i think <laughs> um that's amazing well is there is there anything that you do individually um something uh, for mental wellness, you you just mentioned exercise and, and um, playing these games and, and naming the, the weeks and stuff like that. Um, I'm just curious asking my guests about that. 
especially when you have a partnership with your spouse, a work relationship, um, taking care of yourself is really important. Is there anything specific that you each individually do um, to show up? Yeah, to me, it's exercise. I, I'm like through quarantine, like it's, it's, it's been, we are all like stuck at home. And so uh, my, my best friend in Argentina, she was like, I just started, I'm like exercising five times a week. Do you want to join? And I was like, okay. And so like for an hour every day, five times a week, we just do that. And we just laugh and we just try to do our best because before that, like we were always like running around, like our schedules couldn't make us like to have one hour per day to, to be able to do that at the same time, like I, I might have had some time, but um, so that, that was like, that's a plus. And I think that kind of like had kept me going through, through the day. Sometimes you're tired, but you're like, you have someone say, just tell you a few jokes while and laugh while you exercise. It's, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah. On, on my end, it's been more, uh, I like a lot of uh, handyman kind of work, <laughs> remodeling. So I've been doing that a lot around the house and uh, yeah, he, he put together my whole, uh, like, back wall, my gallery. Yeah, <laughs> yeah nice, nice design, Flair. <laughs> yes. So, so, yeah, working around the house, that, that uh, gives me my space to think at the same time that I'm working with my hands. Yeah. Nice. Wow. Well, thank you both so much for being honest and just so inspiring uh, for myself as someone who's about to start a family and run a business at the same time. I see you guys doing it and it just makes me really excited because you're providing your children with such a beautiful life and you're giving them this, this idea that they can be who they want to be in the world. They can set out and they can work hard and they can go do it. And I find that so inspiring. So thank you for sharing your story with me today. And for all of our guests, um, I hope everyone enjoyed the tea spilled today. Uh, if you can, make your way to the grocery store, to the freezer aisle, go find Cocina 54 Empanadas. Don't pick up just one. Absolutely <laughs> get several because you're going to want to eat them maybe multiple times a day. <laughs> I, in, in our experience working together, I have certainly had more than one empanada in a day. Um, yes. yes. That's something that we, we heard here a lot. <laughs> I mean, you have, great, you have multiple flavors, so, you know, you can have them at different points in the day, and they all bring their own little unique uh, experience. So, thank you so much, Betty. Thank you so much, Cecilia. Cocina 54, salud. Cheers. Salud. Much everyone, that is the tea. Another episode, and we will see you next time. Bye. Thank you so much. Bye. Thank Bye. You. Thanks so much for watching Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button so you can stay tuned. <laughs> smack that like button. See that like button? Smack it. Thanks so much for watching an episode of Tea with Abby. Be sure to click subscribe and smack that like button. So you can stay tuned with new episodes all year long. And if you want to learn more about Blended Sense, visit us at our website, www.blendedsense.com, or follow us on social at Blended Sense or at BlendedSense.io. See you next week.